Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-Housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-Housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We are developing the first co-housing project in Texas, in Houston, even ahead of Austin. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. You know, Lynn, we need to change that. It needs to say that we are the first co-housing community to have broken ground. Yes. Yes. Woo! In fact, um, yes. Should we just lead out with a little clip here from our groundbreaking? A little sound from our groundbreaking. Okay, let's do it. Good afternoon. Welcome to Second Ward. Welcome to Segundo Barrio. Many of us who are natives of the East End, we welcome you. We welcome always opportunities for creative housing, this type of common housing, and celebrating what our folks have talked about in their kitchen. You know, some of the best things are thought up in a kitchen. How about that? That That is our state Senator Carol Alvarado, in case people don't recognize her voice. And she was welcoming us at our groundbreaking ceremony. And I just love that she immediately latched on to kind of the homegrown kitchen table elements of co-housing. That was really amazing. I know. You know, we were talking about what do we talk about today? Do we talk about the groundbreaking? Who would be interested? But you know, we have to honor this moment. We can't not talk about the groundbreaking, right? And for those of you who are informing communities, don't worry, at the end, we had talked about other things we should have done. So we're willing to pass on some wisdom too. But first, we want to take a quick victory lap because it was a really amazing groundbreaking I was just so, I couldn't be more pleased. I remember talking to someone beforehand and he was like, uh, do you think you'll get 40 people? Is that possible? 40 people show up? And I remember like counting on my fingers, like my family is five, Lynn's bringing four, like, yes, I think so. <laughs> but well, more than 40 people showed up. That was- Oh my gosh. And you know, I also heard that uh, from people who've actually ever been to a groundbreaking before, because that's certainly not anything I go do. I'm not a groundbreaking, you know, <laughs> you know, roadie or anything. Um, my first, my first one, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know if five people showed up with shovels or what happened. Right, so right. When people started showing up, I was like, "What? I didn't <laughs> even know. I didn't even know you knew." that we were having this groundbreaking. And I had friends from Dallas calling and telling me, of course, we're coming down. This has been your whole life the last few years. How could we not come down and see what you're up to? And we had former explorers. And I think the beauty of the former explorers showing up, first of all, we didn't know they were coming. But secondly, I think that really reflects what we do with people who come close to us and really get into this project and explore whether it's something for them. We build relationships with them that endure even after they maybe make a decision that's not the right time for them or some other you know, aspect that's not going to work out. So it was amazing. The explorers, yeah. all the Houstonians. <laughs> we had almost 100% participation for our, our members. I mean, a few people had to be like out of town for work. Yeah. One, but other than that, like people pulled out their kids from school and brought them. And it was really, it was really great. Even, even before the event, I noticed, you know, we had well wishes kind of roll in from other co-housing communities. Yeah. And that meant so much to me to feel like we're kind of tapping into a bigger 
something bigger than ourselves, you know? It was kind of like a family wedding, you know, like you're all getting ready and you like, we cleaned up our site and kind of planned everything <laughs> out and, you know, where you anticipate seeing people you might not have seen in a while. And that was, that was really great. And surprises happened. Somebody, somebody brought champagne. I don't even know who brought champagne. Who brought champagne, Lynn? I know that was great. Peggy, one of our former explorers oh. who I know. And in fact, afterwards, she, she sent me an email saying, I think we need to rethink this whole thing again. Like, this is too cool. How can we not do this? Oh, that's so, awesome. Her yeah. timing was like so perfect. I remember everybody kind of like clapped the last clap. And then I heard pop as she pop. opened up. And yeah. I was like, oh, I know. Nice. <laughs> so for me, there were a couple of really kind of standout moments for me. I just want to share with everybody. And that was when I looked down at the checklist of all these notable speakers, like people of, of people who I see on massive signs on the freeway, like the Senator yeah. or the councilman, or, you know, I voted for these people in, in my ballot and they showed up and they all showed up. And I looked down at my list and like, Oh my gosh, they are all here. Okay, showtime. We've been planning for this for years, really, in our imagination. And here we are at that moment. And I think the other kind of, you know, wonderful picture that I went to bed thinking about at night was all these kids roaming around this kind of free range kid uh, <laughs> concept was in action. And the most hilarious thing was when I got home and I was going through all the badges that I'd recollected from members and kids is that one of the boys badges was full of dirt and grass. And I thought, <laughs> yes, this yes. is co-housing. <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. Well, you know, one of the things that my family talked about afterwards was my girls got to talk to one of our um, city council members and they were so chuffed. They were just so excited to get to talk about something that they know and understand that they have, you know, real actual insight and knowledge about mm -hmm. and to speak with someone who they perceive, I mean, somebody who is important, but somebody who they perceive is really important to listen and be interested in something that they intimately know about. Um, you know, they don't get a lot of opportunities to do that kind of thing in the rest of their lives. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, I know. I know. And I mean, that just taps into so many things about co-housing, about the benefits to all generations and like younger people have a real role. They are real people. They're not just appendages. Right. Um, yeah. Um, you know, one of the aspects of all this that, that got me thinking about an earlier podcast we did was the whole celebratory nature of it. And I think that was thing, one of the things that really came through really loud and clear in the way this was set up. And maybe it's because you and I've never organized one of these before. We didn't know what the normal boundaries were. So we made like a party out of it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did. You know, to me, it felt like it felt very natural, like, like something that you would have in the common house, you know, yeah. have a lot of people who you are really excited to see they're kind of your big extended co-housing extended family you know they're all going to be there and they're going to show up for you and then there are going to be other people who they bring yeah. along who are interesting and it's really that kind of vibe of like we're all here together and something exciting is happening it's really well, nice yeah and it's like even the most mundane things um in life like something like this, I think co-housers have the ability to really transform those into a moment of celebration. And it just makes all aspects of our life richer, happier, uh, greater sense of connectedness. So I just really relished that moment and actually the opportunity to truly experience it in 3D rather than talk about it on these podcasts. Right. Well, or on Zoom. Like, can you yeah. imagine groundbreaking on Zoom? That would be the saddest thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, I want to give a big shout out to to one of our former explorers and just a true friend of co-housing, uh, Emily Todd. 
she had made some introduction she made some introductory remarks for us um because she's been kind of following you know she's been a really good friend to us over these years mm -hmm. and she had to say just just like blew me away you know her sense of encouragement gentle encouragement and um and really acknowledging how much work this is to get to this point mm -hmm. and how much dedication our group has to to uh the project it was really nice i was really grateful for her to do that oh i know i know she is really she's magical yeah yeah well plus she's just like this gifted writer so <laughs> we should publish her remarks somewhere yeah. i know i know See if we can get it, get her to give them over. <laughs> yeah. The other interesting thing um, I thought was that, you know, uh, this, this story of co-housing attracts a whole bunch of different kind of people, right? So when we were working with the media on this, you know, it's like, what kind of story are you pitching? You know, is it about development, a business thing? Is it about community? You know, is it um, some sort of community development thing? Is it about, you know, people coming together and working out differences? You know, there are just a lot of dimensions to co-housing. And so it was interesting to me to talk to them about um, where our project fits in, in the second ward and in the East End, and also how it fits in with the rest of Houston's housing. You know, I think mm. we've talked about that before on our podcast about how this is an infill project. It doesn't um, take away existing housing. It is also members have equity in the project. So it's not like a, you know, an apartment complex, which may be great for people for a couple of years, but they're not going to be there forever. Whereas mm -hmm. the rest of us have a lot of equity tied up in this. And then yeah. the longevity, you know, that, that this neighborhood is known for having kind of generations live there and that our, our group moving in has generations that we're bringing in. We're bringing in young kids, we're bringing in older folks. We're bringing in a sense of continuity and stability within the co-housing model itself. Right. Um, that was a, it. Was interesting to me to have kind of those different dimensions of of co-housing really brought forth in one single event. You know, right, and also reflected in all the speeches. You know, I mean, we had the one little snippet from uh, sen the senator, but several other people in their uh, speeches actually mentioned these specifically by name. Um, which I thought was pretty remarkable since we had not uh, teed them up to say those things. Right. As these are the things that they actually arrived on the scene to talk about. So it's like, wow, you talk about a confluence of uh, yeah. synchronicity. Well, it helped you that one council member's mother wrote a book on co-housing. I was like, what? Can you believe that? I mean, yeah. So, you know, we can't do anything um, with me involved without doing what we call in the corporate world, some sort of a lessons learned or after action review. And yeah. so I have to ask the question, what would you do next time? So um, <laughs> at the next groundbreaking that you organize, what yeah, would you I, do next? That's my oh, question. In my normal life, I do a lot of groundbreaking. No, this is my one groundbreaking. That's part of why I pulled the girls from school because I was yeah. like, guys, this may be it for you for your lives. This is yeah. this this is not groundbreaking. Um, so I don't know if we will do it again, but definitely we will do some more things. Like we, once we have framing up, I think we'll do a site mm -hmm. tour. So it's helpful to think about the things right. that we want to repeat and the things that we would do differently. Yeah. Maybe um, some add-ons. Yeah. So so, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like the biggest thing that we did uh, right was we hired a communications consultant. Um, he is uh, in the East End. 
He's somebody who understands the neighborhood really well. He's somebody with deep media contacts. He's somebody who could really help us listen to us kind of stumble through our whole like, this is co-housing and these are all the different things and really help us refine that so that people could mm -hmm. understand it quickly. Because yeah. I think, you know, our experience is to be able to have three months with an explorer, you know, and spend all that time talking about co-housing. But really when you're doing a media event, you've got, you know, 30 minutes. <laughs> so yeah. that's really helpful. So Jose Monterosa is with Imagina Communications is really, he was just really great. He's was a rock star. He yeah. is a rock star. I'm a big fan. I think the other thing that we did remarkably well, and I think we should take full credit for, is that we organized the single most perfect Texas winter sunny day in the entire entire calendar thus far this year. So well done team on that. We thought it was going to be 44 and raining. And so we got coffee yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then the rain came off the, and then I thought, oh no, it's going to be windy. And then the wind came off and then the sky turned blue. And I mean, if you're a Texan, yeah. you just know what that looks like. That yeah. Winter sky is so beautiful. It, it, it makes you think that this is actually the most perfect place to live. So <laughs> And it is, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and, and what else? I know Kelly, you were doing. I was inviting a lot of my friends and family, um, and as I do, you know, impose on everybody. But I know you were doing a lot of more kind of official things behind the scenes. Yeah. You want to say yeah, a little bit I mean, about I that? I would say invite everyone, right? Like invite, if you are, if you're putting together, if you're a co-housing group and you've got a reasonable database, you need to invite all those people because mm -hmm. if they haven't opened an email in two months or three months, you know, those people are, are following you. Those are your supporters. So you should definitely invite them. Um, I also think that inviting the people who are in influential in the neighborhood where you are building, it's mm -hmm. important find out who those people are, you know, like you're going to be living there. You want to know who, who's making the decisions in the schools and who's making the decisions in the neighborhood and what kinds of things are they doing? And so it's a wonderful opportunity to get to meet people in person, explain who you are, explain, understand where they're coming from, have your members meet them. I just think that that was really, yeah. really a great opportunity to do that. And then, and then I guess to just, you know, swing big, like go for the exactly. people in your city, because this is important. Co-housing is important to planners. Um, if you've been following our podcast, you know, you've heard why this is um, key to planners. It's, it's a really different approach to the way that cities get built. And mm -hmm. so I would say, get, reach out to those people, talk to them and definitely invite them to your groundbreaking because it's exciting for everyone. Yeah. I think just to that point about swing big is even if they can't come, like we had Mayor Turner saying, sorry, I can't make it, I'm on a plane to DC, but now he knows about us. Yeah. And he also, he also knows that he missed something because thank God for the Chronicle. So the Houston Chronicle came out big for us. Yeah. I'm sure that was a lot of background working by our communication specialists, as well as you, Kelly, you know, just prompting everybody. Um, it all kind of came together. And so that those people who said they can't make it, they might've thought they were just making their calendar easier, but now I think they're thinking they maybe missed something. Yeah. So and I, sent their offices. That's the other thing too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who couldn't make it sent their offices. Yeah. And so, you know, you want it, you want the word to be out in a way that is going to really promote the idea of co-housing and the people who work in those offices are the ones who are promoting ideas. I mean, they're sure. not only the current, you know, 
current employees yeah. are also the future thought leaders. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really happy about that. And I think the other thing I'd really like to emphasize is that you got to have some sort of brief activity to anchor the event. So the little, you know, the short little speeches that we did, then the photo op. So in thinking about doing other events in the future, you have, even if it's very short, it needs to be some sort of anchor that people are targeting arrival for this thing. And then they know when that thing is over and if they have a tight schedule, they can leave, but they kind of check the box that they were there for the key thing. And I, I thought that was really great. A little bit of a mix of refreshments, talking, chatting, photo op, et cetera. It all just kind of wove through the afternoon beautifully. And, and I felt like, I don't know, but it seemed to me, because I, I was completely lost, you know, sense of time, but it seemed like we were pretty snappy getting the thing up and running and going according yeah. to the timetable. So we were, now, you know, let the um, officials drive the timetable. Right. So I think if you have people who, if you're working with people's offices and they say, you know, so-and-so can be there for, you know, until this time, then you just work back from that and say, okay, well, we're going to start these comments yeah. at this time and just make and sure. And it did. Yeah. It was really good. I think um, now, now if we kind of turn our eye to what some of the things that we might, you know, consider for the future, I mean, just one very basic thing for, for Houston and Texas is that if we were to do some sort of a different event later in the year, which IE means getting warmer and we won't have one of those Texas winter days, is that we have to really be very careful about checking out the position of the sun and what shade is there, et cetera, et cetera, because we don't want people wilting in a hundred degree heat. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that something I did worry about, but in the end was not a problem. Um, we have an existing building on our property, but it is in no shape for people public to walk around in it. And um, so I really worried we didn't have bathrooms on yeah. the premises, but it was okay. Yeah. Like it was Fine. an important enough event that people could come. Yeah. Leave. That was okay. But definitely having to tell the photographer again and again, like, so sorry, you're shooting directly into the sun. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, if we had a better viewpoint, we would have yeah, uh, had yeah. better lighting. <laughs> now, Kelly, what do you think about a giveaway? Because we kind of went back and forth and then we dismissed the idea and then it, and then we had something, but then we didn't have anybody organized to give it out. We had this little bookmark. I, I think that would be kind of nice, something small, not cluttery, tchotchke, put on your desk and gather dust, but something that somehow could be folded into what we're doing? If I had to do it again, I actually would um, would have, would follow through with the idea of getting um, coupons or something. Mm, you know, yeah. so Lynn had this amazing um, project. Unfortunately, I was not at the event, so I didn't, I didn't actually see it all go down, but I'm just going to tell you about it and then she can fill in with the actual details. But we had this map of the East End and it was like, so where can you go yeah, from the yeah, property? Yeah. You know, like, where can you walk to? And so people put little pins in like different areas that you can walk to from our property or ride your bike to so that everybody starts to get a sense of like, oh, this is where I'm going to go. If I want to go, you know, meet a friend for coffee, mm -hmm. I'm going to walk over here or, hey, did you know about this other, you know, taqueria over there? Um, I think I would do something like that, like a, a mm -hmm. homegrown, you know, like map, co-housing Houston map of the walkable things and then the 15 minute, the 15 minute yeah. uh, neighborhood. Yeah. Actually, yeah. you're right. I forgot. We, in fact, I found it, you know, that actual map was on the back of the board I use for the badges. We could have <laughs> turned, we could have, I'm all about reusing everything many yes. times over. So we took the back of that poster board and we hung up strings to put our badges on there. But yeah, I, I like that. That's a great idea. So let us not forget that. 
Yeah, but um, I see something to give away. You also had the idea of um, maybe like something with our, we have a co-housing Houston QR code. So maybe like the QR mm-hmm. code and then some space to take notes because right. it is useful to be able to say like, oh, I met this person and that was their name. And not everybody likes to like pull up the notes app on their you know phone and look like they're not really paying attention. They like to just jot it down. Right. And they might not want to give you their full contact information. So sometimes people send text messages, et cetera, to kind of, but maybe they don't want to give out their phone number, you know? Yeah. So, or I just want to remember this person as yeah. opposed to making it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the last thing that I would have wished is, you know, because the, the, the entry point was far away from where a lot of the activity was. I think we missed out a little bit on the welcoming at the gate and just checking names. And like at one point when I said to somebody got in and they started walking in the prop, property and I, I said, well, we're just waiting for Senator Alvarado and to get going. And I did not hear this person say, well, I am she. And so I'm walking along with this person saying, well, okay, well, you know, we're still waiting for Carol Alvarado. She goes, I just told you that's who I am. <laughs> that's so probably, that's probably, you know, um, you know how you get kind of like blinders when you're yeah. in an- <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> question though. You know, yeah. do you have a guest list? Um, we went around the neighborhood and put individual invitations in the, um, so our project is um, in a very residential area. There are a bunch of homes, existing homes around our project. And so we went around and put um, invitations in their mailboxes. So on the one hand, I felt like, yeah, we had a list of people who we checked off when they came in, the people who were speaking but then I also really enjoyed this kind of organic, you know, some people from the neighborhood, some people mm. who we anticipate coming in. So it's a it's a good question. Like, do you have yeah. like guests yeah. or do you have it be more open? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was so amazing. Really, we just can't we can't really find real fault with it. Honestly, that's, <laughs> that's easy for us to say, right? Yeah, but I definitely think our next one, our next site tour, will be different. It'll be substantially. Mm-hmm. I think when you do co housing, you have a couple of these kind of marketing events that mm-hmm. are really different. And, um, you know, it's fun to be new in it and learning new things as we go. I know, I love it. Well, um, I think we're gonna about ready to wrap it up here for today. So thanks for indulging us in all of this because we are just so excited. We're just it's oozing out of our pores. Um, for me, it was a wonderful reminder of just the magic of getting together in person. We've been sort of starved. We've been in this drought period. And seeing each other in 3D, all the small group conversations with new people, with old people, there were hugs, laughter, and so much more. I think it all just, all of it served to raise our sense of belonging and really kind of reminded us of the focus of the essence of what we're really trying to accomplish here. We can get so lost in the abstract of some of these things that we're trying to work on in our teams and our Zoom meetings. It just kind of gets watered down. The community piece is easily easily watered down by that. And I felt like we all just got kind of this whole big shot in the arm on Friday and just kind of like this whole big revitalization and renewal. And it's like springtime in co-housing, so. Definitely. I think for me, um, I'm very proud to be part of this project. Um, I think that when you live in co-housing and you're not one of the um, founding people, it's different. It's just a different relationship with co-housing. I'm very, very proud of what we've brought to Texas. Mm. I'm very proud of our group uh, coming together and um, and very proud of co-housing, that, it, that the concept itself just resonates so beautifully with the way the world kind of should be. It's really nice. Awesome. Well, thanks, 
Kelly for indulging us in this conversation today. And thanks to our listeners for stopping by. We're so glad you clicked on our episode today. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're really active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.